Well, it is a Tuesday afternoon, and every Tuesday at this time, we bring you the television voice of the Minnesota Twins. That is Dick Bremer. Dick's appearance on KFGO is brought to you by Jefferson Lines. Your number one bus experience in convenient and affordable transportation is Jefferson Lines. And we hear from Dick Bremer today. Dick, you know, Matty and I, our colleague, we were just chatting. It is uh, Cy Young's birthday today. He'd be 155, by the way. And I think as much as we don't use the word never in relation to records broken, I think it's safe to say that Cy Young, uh, his record win of 511 wins will never be broken. Dick, I don't know if uh, if you have a couple to add to this list, but I think we can safely say that, that uh, Cy Young's 5'11 is pretty safe. Yeah, and I think particularly on the pitching side, because pitching has changed so much in the last uh, 10, 15 years. Uh, a bunch of us were discussing the other day uh, at the ballpark in Fort Myers, uh, Burt Blylevin had 60 shutouts. Uh, that's not even the record, but that's I, I can't imagine, given the way the game is played now, that anyone will even approach that. I mean, if you had... I don't even know Max Scherzer whether he has ten shutouts. So uh, you know, on the pitching side of things, things have certainly changed, and yeah, there are a lot of records out there that'll never be broken. Consecutive longevity records like Ripken is another to that to that point, Dick. Because we're dealing with uh, you know these are entities, and if someone's got a got a twist or a turn or a little strain here and that, uh, they're probably not playing the next day. Correct? Yeah. If uh, Cal Ripken was playing now these days, it'd be interesting because. Uh, just about every manager in the game, from Dave Roberts, Rocco Baldelli, all the way down to the new guys, they're always they're all very, very conscious about uh, you know overloading uh, athletes. We see it in play here, even uh, in an abnormal spring training this year. The concern that uh, why you know why shoot bullets in March when you're going to need them in September. So uh, it's it's a different game can be argued whether it's a better game or not, but it's a different game. I don't think anybody would deny that. And, and to see these records uh, that have stood already for a long time and you see how the game has changed, it's hard to imagine anybody approaching 500 wins again. Got to be great to be around the club, Dick, especially with uh, some moves that the Twins have done leading up to the uh, the brand new season. I think if, if Twins fans were in the camp of, well, they're not doing anything in the offseason and looks like we're going to have this kind a year condition and boom they they make a splash with Correa and then kind of a boom with Archer last night and and maybe he's not the uh, you know the rookie of the year that he was or maybe even at times with the with the Rays but obviously they, they feel that they've got something in him that they can plug in maybe to the rotation huh Dick? Yeah if he's healthy he can pitch very well he just hasn't been healthy so you can say that about a lot of guys you know it's interesting to see how the, the roster has kind of transformed uh, over the last uh, well since the the last game of last year when the Twins had, you know, a really young team and you look at all the veterans that have been added now from Sanchez and Urshela, Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, now Chris Archer, now Carlos Correa, this no longer is as young a team as it once was and the hope is that these veterans who've already, you know, achieved an awful lot in their careers, that there's a little magic dust left in all of them and make this a, a much better year in 2022. You know, and you mentioned, I think, the key thing 
Dick, if healthy. So if, if we use that as the precursor for any team that we're talking about or you're trying to project, and if we just take that 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 is the constant variable, if healthy. Let's just say if healthy. And and I saw that you tweeted out a, a possible projected lineup for opening day, and it is a, a Buxton or and a Rise and Correa and and I think you Polanco and a Sano and, and, and a Kepler and a Sanchez and Alex Kirilov and Urshela. You know, that, that just sounds like the makers of, of some guys that got some experience, some guys that have the ability and, and, and could project themselves to produce runs. Uh, Dick, that's not a bad lineup. No, and I think we may have talked about this last week. To me, the benchmark as you get ready to start a season, uh, as we are now, and you look at a lineup and you go, well, you, can this team, can this lineup, score 800 runs, you know, roughly five a game. If, if they can score 500 runs, particularly with the expanded playoff, I think the Twins uh, will find themselves back in the postseason. Uh, the concern, of course, is the pitching. How many are you going to, you know, allow uh, if you score your 800 runs, but generally it's a pretty reliable benchmark. If somebody scores 800 runs, they usually find themselves playing again in October. Dick Bremer joining us uh, here today, brought to you by Jefferson Lines. And Dick, quickly, you know, of all your years of broadcasting, all those great clubs and even the World Series teams, I'd imagine that that the great ones have an identity. You know, they have an identity. I'm not sure at what time do you feel like, okay, this team's got an identity. Do you need an identity? You know, an identity. If so, what? And I, I hate to make you project. I mean, my goodness, I, we haven't even played a, a game that counts yet on this. But when you look at the lineup and what the Twins have done, is there a potential, I'll use those words, Dick, a potential identity that could form with this year's club? Yeah, but I would caution Twins fans to not look for it too early. You know, you look even in Twins history, uh, the, the best teams that the Twins have had, uh, that that identity, that personality, uh, has it, it evolves over the course of a season. You know, it's been said forever that you know a manager waits uh, 40 games to see what he has for a team. Well, in Twins history, in 1987, the team was just kind of flatlined around 500 and finally you know elbowed its way through a pretty weak division to get into the playoffs and took off from there and in 1991 the team was below 500 worked its way back to 500 about the end of may and then had that 15 game winning streak and uh, even more recently than that the division championship team sometimes you know, you don't see what a team can be right away. Uh, what you hope for is is the opposite of what happened last year when there were so many elements and components that created a you know pretty strong headwind and the team was never able to get on track. But, uh, you know, I would caution Twins fans to not read too much into, or actually baseball fans for any of the 30 teams, don't read too much sure. into what you see in the opening weeks because of the shortened spring training and, and all of that. I think it's going to take uh, every team a, a little extra time this year to, to have that uh, and form that identity. Our Tuesdays with Dick Bremer brought to you in part by Jefferson Lines. Your number one bus experience in convenient and affordable transportation is Jefferson Lines. Hey, we'll hear from part two after CBS Roundup coming up next hour with the TV voice of the Minnesota Twins, Dick Bremer coming up next half hour right here on KFGO. Hey, a Tuesday night edition of Couch Potato Radio. Jack Michaels in for Derek Hansen. And 
Last hour, as we do every Tuesday, we bring you the television voice of the Minnesota Twins and TV broadcaster great Dick Bramer and his appearance on KFGO, sponsored every Tuesday by Jefferson Lines. Your number one bus experience in convenience and affordable transportation is Jefferson Lines. The Twins, and of course, we're all gearing up for that that uh, opening day. The Minnesota Twins have the shortened exhibition uh, season going on, and won't be long before they say play ball when they when the game counts. And Dick, last half hour, we were chatting about various things. We were talking about Chris Archer, of course, the newly uh, a new addition to the Minnesota Twins uh, and a pitcher who joined that rotation. But we were also talking about uh, team identities and things of that nature. And uh, I, I don't know. Let me throw this at you. You were talking about, you know, be careful, Twins fans. Don't rush to see what the identity of this team is going to be right away. Uh, give it some time. Some of these new players to, to get to play with each other a little bit and, and form that chemistry. Let me ask you this. Uh, does a team take on the, the persona or the identity of its manager or personality of its manager? Have you seen that over the years, Dick, where, where a team will take on the personality of its manager? Um, I, I don't, you know, <laughs> you know, I look back to the world championship teams for the Twins, and you know, Tom Kelly, the manager, was just you know, pretty much all business. But the guys on the team were a fun-loving bunch, particularly in 1987. I mean, they they just had a blast together. And I don't know that that Tom's personality was reflected in the roster all that much. Same too in 1991. But you know, Tom's focus was on fundamental baseball. And both the 87 team and the 91 team certainly did that. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. I Again, I hate to go back to a, such a, a disappointing year as last year, but there were just so many things that happened. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, maybe blame the manager for what happened. Sure. And, uh, you know, Rocco's personality is still very much player-friendly. And if the team can get off to a decent start, you know, I expect this team is going to be really fun to watch. And some of that will come from the manager who just who wants them to, you know, be fundamentally sound and, and be focused when they're playing. Certainly things are a lot more relaxed under his uh, managerial tenure than they were under Tom Kelly's or even Ron Gardenhire's. But, um, you know, let's, let's let this team develop together. When you bring all these different players from different organizations, and whether it's Chris Archer, Gary Sanchez, Carlos Correa, it typically takes a little bit of time for people to get to know each other and, and gel, if you will. And that might be what we'll say uh, in retrospect about this Twins team, that the team in the second half of the year was a whole lot better than the team in the first half. Great stuff with Dick today. Last one for you uh, today, as you mentioned, with the, the shortened spring training, and then they'll, they'll break camp and boom, it'll, it'll all start counting. Uh, hitters, pitchers, it, logic would tell you that, that maybe the pitchers might be a, a tad behind out of the gate. Dick? Would you, would you agree with that assessment? In terms of stamina, yes. I don't know that we'll see many starting pitchers go beyond five innings, even not just the first week, but maybe even the first month of the season. Thankfully, uh, there's going to be expanded rosters from 26, which is the new standard. Used to be 25, of course, but from 25 to 26. And now for the first month of the season, 28 players. And I would be surprised if there would be too many position players um, added to a roster with the two extra spots. I think it's going to be a pitching heavy expansion of the rosters, and I would expect the Twins to do that as well, uh, allowing the pitchers to naturally progress 
the starters uh, to six, maybe seven innings. You know, it's less of a concern for Taylor Rogers, who's been you know pretty much a one-inning pitcher anyway. But the starters are going to need a little extra time, and thankfully, baseball. Uh, understands that and realizes that and is going to allow for a couple of extra uh, spots on the roster. I know when the the addition of Archer now on the club, the option to Lewis Thorpe to AAA St. Paul. Lewis Thorpe, Australian, right, Dick? Uh, Your thoughts on Lewis Thorpe and what he can be and do for the Minnesota Twins? Well, you know, there was a time when someone who threw 92 miles per hour was considered a flamethrower. Lewis throws 92, but uh, it's almost like he's perceived as a soft tosser now. He needs to be really fine with his control Uh, for the Twins to send him down. He had to go through waivers. No one claimed him, uh, which is a measure of what he can do on the mound. I I think every organization probably has uh, some left-handers who can throw 92 miles per hour, and uh, he was not picked up. The hope is that he can refine his game. Be, and he's going to have to, so too for Devin Smeltzer. You need to be able to throw the ball where you want to throw it if you want to get people out. Uh, the problem with 92 isn't that it's only 92. It's just hitters now are geared up to hit 95, 96 and above. So when they see someone who only throws 92, uh, it's not batting practice, but it's a lot easier to track a ball if you're used to tracking something a lot harder. It's amazing those words, how true they are and that they're coming out of your mouth, though, Dave, because you're right. 92, 90 used to be, wow, 90 miles an hour. Unless you were J.R. Richards, for goodness sakes. Like, oh, 100 miles an hour, that's going to... Dick, we always leave with something fun for you. On off days when you're in Florida, you personally, uh, how do you enjoy the, the sunshine? or the? Are you a just get away from the park for a second, uh, hang out, read a book? Uh, are you a fisherman? Are you a golfer? What does Dick Bremer do when you when you got a rare off day in Florida? Well, there have been times when I've uh, brought golf clubs down here. I didn't do it this time because I didn't know how much time I have. And and to be honest with you, yesterday was an off day and I still went to the ballpark. There was stuff going on over on the minor league side. Sonny Gray pitched in a minor league game. So yeah, it was an off day for the major league club in terms of uh, activities at Hammond Stadium and the players deserve that and enjoyed it. But I still found my way over there yesterday. Really geared up as you might be able to tell for the start of the season. I can't wait to get going a week from Thursday. Yeah, that's why you are who you are, man. And that's it, just getting his hands in there and getting ready to rock and roll. Dick, can't wait till it does start. Thanks for the time, as always, today, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Dick. You got it. Bye. Television voice of the Minnesota Twins, head is Dick Bremer, brought to you each Tuesday by Jefferson Lines, your number one bus experience in convenient and affordable transportation. That is Jefferson Lines. Briefing edition of Couch Potato Radio tonight, coming up around the corner prior to wild hockey tonight, about a little basketball. You know, we talk about the NCAA, women are down to the Final Four, the men are down to the Final Four. What about the WNIT, Women's National Invitational Tournament? Have you checked out South Dakota State? Those ladies are down to their Final Four, and SDSU still very much alive. They host UCLA Thursday night. We'll talk with their play-by-play man. That's Scotty Quas coming up as Couch Potato Radio continues on KFGO.